You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Hello and welcome back to the Wildcat Scoop Podcast. I'm your host, Shelby Shear, here with... Jason Shear. And we're here to talk about Arizona men's basketball and uh, the loss today against Stanford. The final score was uh, 100 to 82. Um, so clearly not uh, an expected outcome today. Just jumping right in, how big of a loss is this? I mean, there's two ways to look at it. The first way to look at it is Arizona lost a road game in the Pac-12. Shit happens, scratch it, move on. Uh, on the message board, I posted that I had gotten a text from a former Arizona coach. Former Arizona coach. People joke that it was a current coach. It was a former Arizona assistant who basically said, uh, move on. One of those games, Stanford is a weird place to play. Move on and not a big deal. And I said, you remember these message boards? And he laughed at me. <laughs> uh, yeah, I mean... I'm not a believer in a good loss. I know people say sometimes losses are good, whatever. Uh, I don't believe that. Um, you know, I, I think overall you look at it and it's, it's a bad loss. I mean, when bracketology is a waste of time in January, but when the new bracketology start and all that, Arizona will no longer be a one seed. Um, you know, it, this is a quad three loss. I, I think eventually it'll be a quad two. I think Stanford will be a, a better team. Uh, for the rest of the season, mostly due to Carlisle, which we'll get to in a minute. But, um, you know, it, it's it's not a good loss. It's not a good loss how it happened. It's not a good loss that it was to Stanford. Um, it just, for multiple reasons, it just, is it the end of the world? No. I think right now, on the message boards, for the most part, they feel like it's the end of the world. If Arizona goes and sweeps this next week, everyone's going to be okay. I, I think it was more of how it played out and the fact that it was such a big deficit um, that has people kind of freaking out and, and the loss feeling bad. But again, yeah, it's it's a bad loss, and I don't think there's any way to, to sugarcoat this one. And the Arizona coaching staff didn't try to sugarcoat it. Tommy said it was him, his fault, the coaching staff's fault, the players' fault. It was everybody's fault. Mm, okay. Um, what went wrong for the Wildcats today? Uh, you know, a lot of times you kind of just tip your hat. Like I thought against FAU, um, I still, even with this effort in mind tonight, uh, I still say, you know, you look at FAU and I know they lost to Florida Gulf Coast because of course they did. Um, like John L. Davis made shots he, he doesn't normally make. And I think he's a good player and you just kind of tip your hat. Um, you know, Stanford's a 35% three-point shooting team. They were 16 of 25. The problem I have is that out of those 16 of 25 um, is they were they were open. 
Yep. Like a lot of them are open. Very open. So while I could say, oh, shoot, Stanford shot out of their minds, uh, the reality is that, uh, yeah, while they shot out of their minds, um, the twos were still there. I mean, even if you take away the threes, Stanford was, what, 20 of 37? Like, yeah. that's so they're still they're scoring at will from uh, wherever they are. I mean, the analytics don't help. Like, nothing helps at all when, when you look at the just the complete breakdown of the game. So, to me, this actually wasn't one of those tip your hat. Yeah, it's still hard for a team to shoot 16 of 25 from three. But what were, like, let's say 18 of those were wide open. Um, Some were on the break. I mean, Arizona only had six fast break points uh, and 12 assists, right? Now, 12 assists, 82 points. Like, it's 12 assists on 32 made buckets isn't normal for Arizona. Stanford actually is a very good passing team. 25 assists on 36 um, points. But this just didn't feel like a game where you go, up oh, tip your hat. They were just better. This was a game where Arizona couldn't guard Stanford. And I think that is by far the, the biggest takeaway I had is that, you know, look, first I mentioned Carlisle, Kanan Carlisle. So he was not eligible for the first semester. This is like his fourth game of the season. Uh, he is really, really good. I believe he was a five-star at one point. I know he finished as a four-star, like top 50 guy. He was on overtime elite. Uh, you almost wonder how he went to Stanford. Like he's a stud. Like he's going to wind up being one of the best freshman in the conference. Is he a stud to the point where he should have had 28 and eight? No, he's not. And Tommy said at the game, look, we told him this guy was good. We showed him film. Is there a lot of film to show? No, but um, he's a very good player. But again, he's not 28 points good. So Yakovich is solid. Is he 16 points on six of 10? No. You know, Maxime Reynaud only had 12 and seven. Um, you know, Spencer Jones comes back and, and Spencer Jones owns Arizona like very few players do. Like I'm, and, and I we said it in the in the preview that for some reason Spencer Jones in Arizona uh, they don't mix. They don't mix. Like he's every game they play, he feels like he, I mean, twenty one points in twenty four minutes, and then I guarantee you this next week he probably has like four points. But to me, the biggest thing that happened was just Arizona's defense on the perimeter is just awful, and Stanford was getting whatever they want, and Arizona went to a zone, and it didn't matter because the zone wasn't there, and the threes were still there, and. Uh, it was just, I mean, Stanford shot 66%. Like if Arizona shot 44% from the field, only had less turnovers than Stanford, had more points off turnovers than Stanford, the rebounding was even, had 17 second chance points compared to six for Stanford, had 46 points in the paint compared to 24 for Stanford, had more steals than Stanford, and never led the entire game. Right. I mean, it's just, it was, it was purely defense in this game. And, and I, I think Tommy Lloyd would, would probably agree. I don't think the offense was great, clearly, but it's not like Arizona was going to win this game 105 for 100. It just, it, I mean, come on. Right. Do you think, this is off script, hasn't there been an issue with the perimeter defense for a while? Yeah, it's, and this kind of goes into the next, ask the next question. Okay, 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 them. okay. Before I ask the next question, uh, this is a great time to shout out our sponsor. We just jumped right into the questions. Um, but we do need to shout out our sponsor, Longview Insurance and Investments. 
okay, our daily spending choices greatly impact our lifestyle, what we can do and where we can go, like catching a big game at the McHale Center. Make your plan to enjoy special moments. With Longview Insurance and Investments, we can help you learn how to make smart financial choices for the future, balancing both work and play. Visit their website at longviewinsuranceandinvestments.com to learn more. Boom. Done. Next question. <clears throat> you thought that Boswell would bounce back and have a big game. You said in the preview podcast you expected Boswell to have a great game, and he didn't. Um, what did you take away from his performance today, Jason? Uh, he was awful. It is officially a concern. So you mentioned hasn't Arizona's perimeter defense um, struggled. I'm even saying like last season. So I was told by someone that like Kylan Boswell wasn't healthy or whatever it may be. And I'll tell you right now, I could ask, I think there's going to be a presser on Wednesday. I could ask Tommy Lloyd if everyone's healthy and he will absolutely not answer me. Arizona basketball does not address injuries at all unless it's like super or obvious illness. like henry's you know or, where he's attacked by a golf cart right um so i don't know if kylan bob i'm going to try to find out if kylan boswell is 100 percent healthy if he's not you understand some of it um the thing is he's just been bad i mean in in, in a lot of that is perimeter defense like it wasn't that long ago when we watched arizona beat duke and kylan boswell was the best player on the court right he was the he was he was the best player on the court in that Duke game for the most part. He was awesome, uh, and and now he's just struggling. And that's the biggest thing. Like shooting wise, I I think eventually if you're a good enough score a good enough offensive player, you get over that hump. You break through. There's some ugly games, but we've seen some of the top scorers in college basketball go through slumps, and all of a sudden they break out at the right time. Um, a lot of times you watch a team in the regular season that winds up making a deep tournament run. And the reason why they lost multiple games in the regular season is because of slumps and all that. Maybe this is Boswell's slump. I don't know. But the biggest concern to me uh, is just the defense. It, it, it's just his, he's just not guarding at all. And, and he's getting, you know, he, he guarded Bynum. And I understand that Bynum was four for 10, but Bynum also was killing him off the dribble to the point of he had 11 assists. I mean, he's just getting beat. And then they take him off of Bynum and, you know, they, they go big at Carlisle. They put him on Carlisle a little bit. He went off. I mean, it just it just wasn't working. And, you know, Caleb Love got a lot of compliments for his defense. And I don't, like, I, I think Caleb Love was the only reason this wasn't a 100-point game. Uh, but, you know, Caleb Love was is not defending the same as he was a few weeks ago. He's not as locked in. And Arizona... Introducing the two-way V4, where groundbreaking fuel cell technology meets fresh foam cushioning for the ultimate performance. With fuel cell, each step feels explosive, delivering unparalleled energy return. Paired with fresh foam, experience maximum comfort throughout the game. Its lightweight textile upper offers support and breathability without sacrificing agility. Whether you're hitting the clutch shot or locking down the opposition, the two-way V4 gives you the tools to play at a high level. Learn more and purchase the two-way for yourself at newbalance.com. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda, you never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. 
I think the thing that bothers me overall, and I attribute this to Boswell, well, others, I don't think Tommy was just talking about Boswell, is he said before the game, Arizona looked numb. Yeah. That's horrible. That, to me, says that, like, you don't want to be there. That's, that's when you start to worry. Like, you start to worry. If a team plays hard and loses... You can deal with it. You can deal with it. But, like, there were games last year, too, where Arizona, like, I remember the game against Colorado, where you could just tell Arizona had no desire to play Colorado, and Colorado ran them off. Remember, like, there's games where, for whatever reason, you know, these guys show up, and and Caleb Love shows up to play every day. And for whatever reason, uh, you know, these guys, you can't have a numb look on the road in the Pac-12, because you're going to get your ass kicked, because... The message board is right. Stanford's biggest game of the year He's always is Arizona. Arizona. And so if Arizona comes with numb and not caring much, I guarantee you Stanford's the exact opposite. And if Arizona doesn't care or isn't focused against Colorado and Utah, they'll lose those two. And if they're not focused, you know what, against at or it doesn't matter. If you are on the road and a team has talent, and Stanford has talent, don't get me wrong, like Spencer Jones is good. Carlisle is good. Maxime Reynaud is good. Like, they have talent. Um, I just don't think they're very well coached, but they have talent. They have motivation. Right. And if they come and they say, you know, we lost to ASU, and we send the podcast that I didn't like. That, that Stanford aired, lost to ASU. In that manner. Because you know that Haas ripped into them, and, and they were motivated, and they were pumped, and Arizona knew it. And and Tommy said right after the post game, he said that was as disconnected of a start as a team's ever had under me. Like, they just, you could tell right away that they were just... Yeah. And you cannot do it. And Boswell, for whatever reason, feels like he's doing it, like, every game. And I don't know. I, people ask me, hey, do you think he's playing for the name on his jersey, whatever. Look, the best thing Kylan Boswell could do is not play for the name on his jersey. Because if that's what he's doing now, and I don't know if he is, he's only hurting himself. He's two for 11 today. Yeah. Like, he's turning the ball over. His, his stats he's, aren't going to translate well uh, for he his did, draft stock. He did have five assists. Yeah. Well. So that's not bad. But, like, he's not defending. He's not scoring. So if that's what he's doing, and I don't think he is, but if that's what he's doing, it, it ain't working. It, it's just yeah. not. So The other thing that's just a little concerning is, like, yes, Caleb is that guy sometimes. And, yes, Kishad, not Keyshawn, like Bill Walton was saying, can be that guy. But, again, there's no cohesive leader on the court at all. Most of the time, that's supposed to be your point guard. And you've got Boswell out there who just is very disconnected and disjointed, who is not focused. And who's supposed to be doing that? And that is the problem. Yeah, just ask me the next question. Okay. Because we'll go on. What else stood out to you negatively? Oh, thanks, honey. What else (laughs) stood out to you negatively, babe? Uh, I said negatively. You said negatively. So is it? It's negatively. Not it's negatively, negative. not negatively. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> uh, everything. Uh, I mean, look, like I, I'm a very big Pella defender. Pella. I love Pella. Yeah, I don't I'm know probably a bigger about. defender than most. He was awful. You've always been a Pella supporter. Yeah. Uh, he's like he was awful. He wasn't good. I'm not gonna pretend like he was good. He had seven rebounds, which is cool and all, but his defense wasn't good. He his was offense the one that kept there. messing up on the perimeter. I do a lot of those shots, and I do open. wonder if that thumb is hurt. I really do. Because he has not shot it aggressively at all. That's true. Um, Umar, 12-7, and seven, but he got beat in transition quite a bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, they were picking on him. Keyshad, you know, I thought he was going to go off, bury a trip, family, friends, and all that. He had an awful weekend. That's now three games in a row where he has not shown up. 
He couldn't play him against FAU. They couldn't. Cal, he didn't do anything. Tonight against Stanford, where I thought he was more athletic, he had eight, four, and three. Now, I will say he held Brandon Angel to nine and three. So it's he tough. He was a little busy. He was a little busy defensively. I thought Jaden Bradley played pretty well. Um, I thought KJ Lewis was not good offensively at all, but he plays so hard that I almost don't care. Um, Crevis couldn't play in this game. Uh, Morowskis was solid. I thought he's not good defensively, but offensively he is very clearly Arizona's best three-point shooter. I mean, look, you look at the three-pointers and the guards went two of 13 from three. It's just not good enough. Like, it, it just, this is one of those games where, like, usually, like, there's just nothing positive. The, the next question is literally, what about anything positive? The only thing positive is Caleb Buff. That's it. Yep. That, that was the only thing that I took away. Like, I'm not, like, Arizona would have lost by 40. And he always plays hard. And even when his shot's not falling, he still wants to take the shot. He's aggressive. And you got to like it. So if there's one compliment, I can give Arizona. Uh, but I'm not defending him here. I know people attack me for defending Arizona all the time. Uh, You're Shelby, such a homer. Shelby has heard me on phone calls away from this podcast today. Uh, I have not defended Arizona once. No, nope, he has was, not. There's nothing to defend. I'm not, you know, I'm not going to. But um, again, there's a question here to me. Like, just this isn't something that's going to get solved this season, no matter what happens. But like, is this a recruiting thing? Like, what is Tommy like looking it's, for? Like, why is he not getting a leader or a two or three? I mean, look, at the end of the day, and it's still early in the season, you know, it's. There's a lot of basketball left. Kylan could turn around. But if Kylan doesn't turn it around, it's a clear misevaluation. I mean, let's call it what it is. Arizona ran off Kerr, which I have no problem doing. I don't want to say that I have any problem. Uh, and, I, and I don't think Kerr is better than Boswell or anything like that. It just wasn't a good culture fit. It just, you know, there's reasons beyond basketball why that move had to make. But if you're going to turn the keys in to Boswell. You got to know. You got to. And, and look, I'll say this right now. You know, remember, Arizona wanted Nemhard. They didn't get Nemhard. Nemhard has been awful this season. I don't know if you guys have watched Gonzaga. He has not been good. Arizona got very lucky getting uh, Caleb Love. I think Caleb Love has been what this team God needed said. compared to a guy like Nemhard. But if, if Boswell struggles like this all year, you, you got to call it for what it is, and it's it's a misevaluation of sorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want a court general. You want I want a TJ McConnell. Don't we all? TJ McConnell, please come back. Okay, calm down. <sighs> okay, so um, we did the positive thing. There was only Caleb. Where does Arizona go from here, Jason, between now and Thursday? I got Shelby such a cool gift. Are you using it right now? It's a cupping thing, but it's like, I don't know if you guys cup. So I don't know if you guys know what cupping is. It is a Eastern massage modality where, you know, you like... Just look it up. But have you ever seen the Olympics when the swimmers have those circle marks or the gymnasts, the gymnasts have the circle marks? That's cupping. And after lo- losses, I like the pain, right? So Jason's so I, been I put using my birthday up. present. I put it all the way up. What's it go up to? A 10. A 10, which just sucks the skin off your bones. That's what I want. No, don't do that. No, I'm not just Are kidding. you doing it right now? No, it's on my butt, though. Well, why are you telling everybody? Uh, I forgot we're recording. It's really not on your butt. It's no. on your T-band, on your upper thigh. It's my inner thigh. No, not the inner thigh. You weirdo. <laughs> anyway, everyone loves this banter. Uh, Just... Where does Arizona go from here, Shelby? They go home. And I know that sounds funny, but they need to come home. 
They uh, clearly need some uh That's the Mikhailov. one aspect of the calendar, the schedule that I didn't like. Remember, folks, Purdue, Alabama, FAU, break this game. Cal. Whose fault is that? It's now I get I get I don't blame Arizona for it that much. I get that I, I think part of the thinking was that they weren't ready in a way for Princeton. Right when they when they play Princeton, right? But Arizona's last home game was December 9th. Yeah. Uh, th- so that basically, I'm not good at math, but it, it'll be basically a month since Arizona's been home and practiced. That's the thing that people don't realize. They're not even really practicing. You don't because look when, when you can't practice. Let's say you leave Saturday night in Indianapolis. Sunday you need day off. You know you got Monday, Tuesday, and then you're going to Alabama, right? And then you got to turn around and go to Vegas. And then you got break for winter. Guys go home. Arizona needs to come back to McHale and practice. And like, and so I think it's a big deal. And it's something that we're probably not talking about as much. Arizona hasn't played a home game in a month. That's a big deal. Like, and, and I don't know if there's another major team in the country that has done that. I know yeah. like Texas Southern used to do it because they needed yeah. the money. Yeah, it didn't work. Uh, well, we don't know if it worked. Mm-hmm. Yeah, don't. they lost. They lost to Stanford. But we team. don't know if it worked. We don't. We'll know in March if it worked. Yeah. Because I guarantee you if Arizona wins a tough game in March, Tommy's first comment will be like, well, that's because we played these tough games in December. I guarantee it. Um, Colorado and Utah are very good. I know. Utah. We watched Utah. We watched Utah tonight. Right. Colorado's winning games without Cody Williams. I don't know if Cody Williams is going to be back, but I. I, Magically he'll be back. I know Arizona will probably come back with a third leg or something. Freaking ASU won. Um, But, okay. Shelby was in a fine mood, but then ASU beat Cal also. But. Uh, that's a big, like if Arizona sweeps this week, I, I think most people will feel okay. Right. I did think of one positive thing. Hold on. I think most people will feel okay. Would okay. you agree? If Arizona yeah. beats Colorado and Utah, that's a pretty good week. It'll, it'll make the taste in our mouths. If Arizona sour. loses one game, God help us all. I don't yeah. know. I'm going to maintenance mode. Mm. Okay. I thought of one positive out of today is that nobody left hurt. Yeah. Stanford. That's a concern. That is a concern when you play at Stanford. Somebody will leave injured. So positive, to our knowledge, nobody was injured. So I guess yay on this last day of the year. Yeah. Happy New Year, everyone. Take Happy a break New yourself. Year. Y'all have earned it. Arizona basketball, Arizona football. Just think about the happiness you felt and just embrace the happiness of Arizona football winning the Alamo Bowl. Go watch one of AR64's awesome little videos. Shout out, my guy. The, the season-ending video is awesome. He did a uh, collaboration with the Arizona staff that just dropped. The Arizona um, football Alamo Bowl like, recap video made me cry. And, and I will say this. I will say this. As much as, as shitty as this loss was, and it was shitty. Don't get me wrong. Don't twist my words. No national... Nat- I just choked on myself. No national championship has ever been won or lost on a regular season game in December. That's true. Except for Brandon Ashley's injury against Stanford. Oh, my God, now I'm so upset again. Perspective. Thank you, Jason. <laughs> so everyone freaking out on the message board. Wait a week. We just, we hear you. Wait a week. We're, I'm upset. Jason's a little, like, he has to be journalist upset. I, I don't guess. get very upset about the regular season. I am visibly upset. I'm going to out. I, I don't really get upset during the regular season. I just don't. Football, I do. It's a short, we, we said this before. Stakes are higher. Stakes are higher. Regular season, you got another game in a few days. You could change everything. You're not going undefeated. 
The only time I get upset in basketball is if it's like a team I don't like um, or the tournament, like obviously. Yeah, or the tournament. I'm just upset because, again, as you said, or what Tommy said, is the numb thing is a little concerning. Now, it takes yes. three times for something to be a pattern. He has never lost two games in a row as a coach at Arizona, so we should take some solace in that. And hopefully with some practice and being in front of a sold-out crowd. or It won't be sold-out. A pretty out full it's, crowd. It's breaks. I know, knows. but it'll be pretty full. Hopefully that'll do the trick. In the meantime, everyone have a wonderful last few hours of the year. And if you're listening to this um, on the first day of the year, Happy New Year. We are going to do a whole football season recap very soon. And we're going to do a mailbag. And we're going to do a mailbag. We're going to do a cupping therapy YouTube video. Yes. And we do have some ideas and some tricks up our sleeve for 2024. Some kind of uh, fun things that we've never done before. Whoa. Hey. And... <laughs> oh, wait. Um, you know, like meet and greets. Oh. And, uh, you know, some contests. Yeah, contests. So, <laughs> yeah. Well, we might have a set change. I love everyone. In our house. For Jason, when he does like lives, he'll have a real set behind him. I mean to people a lot of times online, but I love everyone. Except one person. Maybe two. Well, to be I I love everyone. Who's who one of them whose name rhymes with Meath? Queef. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. Shelby, one last time for the 2023 year. <sighs> okay, sorry. No matter where you are. Bear down. Okay, there was one positive today that we didn't mention. Arizona women's basketball defeated Seattle today. Great job, Lady Cats. Bear down.